Castle, the podcast that goes behind castle doors to have real conversations with real people about solving the nation's toughest challenges. I'm one of your hosts today, Angie Fryermuth. And I'm Kat McCain. Today's guest is Mr. Kevin Bryce, the Deputy District Engineer for Programs and Project Management for the Portland District. Thank you for joining us here today. Thank you, ladies, for having me. I'm excited to spend a little bit of time with you. I appreciate it. Great. And for today's episode, we are celebrating Portland District's 150 years of service. Before we go too much further, we always like to start our episodes off by getting to know our guests. So, Kevin, can you tell us about yourself and your role in the Portland District? Okay. Thanks, Kat. First of all, again, it's a pleasure to be with you this morning. Thank you for having me. And I'm excited to talk about our district. A little bit about me, though. As you mentioned, I am the DPM for the Portland District. I've had the job for 14 years. Prior to that, uh, that my life's uh, journey has taken me uh, 21 years on active duty. And with that, I had three Corps of Engineers assignments, uh, two of them actually in Portland District in uniform, and also I was in the Europe District. Uh, As I mentioned, I was selected for for the DPM role about 14 years ago. Uh, and just prior to that, I spent five years at Northwestern Division. So I have a broad kind of experience, uh, both in uniform and as a civilian. I'm also uh, an OPA. I've got uh, five grandchildren, and that's their pictures on the wall behind me. So uh, I'm excited to be here. The role that I play in the Portland District as the DPM, like most DPMs, I believe we have several hats. Uh, one is I think that DPMs are responsible for continuity in the district. You know, as you know, our military commanders come in and out uh, every several years. And the, and the ownership of the history of the district is a role of the DPM, I believe, and the culture. Uh, you get to be the senior civilian. You're responsible for all the programs and for execution. You get to be an advisor to the commander. Uh, in Portland, I'm responsible for external relationships and being the chief of PPPMD. So it's a, it's a busy job, but it's a job, that, an honored job of being the senior civilian in an engineer district. And I love being the DPM for these many years. Thank you for that introduction, Kevin. Since you are celebrating the Portland Mm -hmm. District 150th, can you briefly tell us, for our listeners that don't exactly know uh, where you guys are located, can you tell us where you're located and who you serve and the main mission? Sure, absolutely. So, first of all, we're in the West Portland. So, Portland, uh, not Portland, Maine, but we're Portland, Oregon, of course. And we are primarily a civil works district, which I'll talk more about in a minute. But we also have an important IIS, Interagency International Support Mission. For instance, we have a huge project up in Portland here. There's a VA center, and we have uh, we have the responsibility of seismically upgrading that uh, VA hospital for our veterans. It's an exciting mission that we're working with the Veterans Administration. But we are primarily a civil works district. Civil And in our area, um, as you know, civil works is our boundaries are based on watersheds. And uh, so for the Portland district, we have the lower Columbia River, which includes things like Mount St. Helens in southwest Washington. We also have 13 dams in the Willamette Valley, which feeds into the Columbia River. 75% of Oregon's population lives in the Willamette Valley, and we have 13 projects there with the multi-purpose dams, uh, primarily for flood risk management, but also for water supply, recreation, navigation, the traditional civil works missions. Uh, And then we also have, uh, in southern Oregon, we have uh, two projects with the same multi-purpose mission on the Rogue River. And then up and down the Oregon coast, if you've ever had a chance to visit the beautiful Oregon coast, there are uh, coastal communities 
and coastal ports. And our navigation mission extends to uh, to maintaining the ports up and down the Oregon coast to include jetties, uh, maintenance, and of course, dredging of the navigation channels. And then we support other districts with our navigation assets. We, have, we own two dredges, uh, we contract out for dredging, and so we support uh, San Francisco, Los Angeles, Seattle districts, uh, uh, Alaska um, district, and also uh, Honolulu district, we provide dredging support. So we're a typical civil works district covering most of Oregon, and it's an exciting mission that, uh, that more than keeps us busy as we serve the people of the Pacific Northwest. Wow, that sounds like Portland does have a very, very diverse portfolio and obviously some very exciting work. And we also hear that your district is celebrating your 150th anniversary. So can you tell us a little bit about the history of your district? Absolutely. So in 1871, Henry M. Robert, Henry M. Robert, the major at the time, uh, was sent up from San Francisco to establish an engineer office here in Portland. Uh, you may know Henry M. Robert, um, who's better known for Robert's Rules of Orders. So the same uh, Henry M. Robert who wrote Robert's Rules of Order was the first district commander in Portland. Uh, he later went on, to, I think, also to command Nashville District uh, after he left here later in his career. But when when uh, Major Robert uh, came up to Portland, he established an office that literally is uh, in, in a building that's no longer there, but where the building, it was replaced, but where the building was, was only like four blocks from our current office. Uh, the original mission of the engineer office set up was for navigation, for clearing uh, Columbia River to allow for navigation and finding ways to improve navigation, because Portland is about 100 to 110 miles from the mouth of the Columbia River. And of course, the mouth of the Columbia is the gateway to the rest of the world. Well, the district originally was uh, designed, and today it's a, it's a very important mission that we have, uh, which is the navigation of the lower Columbia River for those 100-plus miles between Portland and the, uh, the coast. Um, the, the Columbia River is like a $30 billion a year water highway to the world. For instance, I, I love the, the statistic that, uh, that I understand that uh, half of the wheat that the country of Japan buys every year comes through our system. We uh, deliver goods and services up and down the Columbia River from as far away as the Midwest in the United States. Grain is transported via rail, gets to barge in uh, in Idaho, in uh, um, eastern Washington, eastern Oregon, then comes down the Columbia River, goes through our locks and dams on the Columbia River, and then uh, heads out to the rest of the world. And so when, when uh, Major Robert was first set out, that was his first mission. And that's a mission that we have yet today. One of the beautiful things about the Corps of Engineers, and I love it, it's, it's true for our district, and I think it's true for every district, is that, that we reflect the development of our country uh, with the goods and the bads. As our country developed and moved west and as we developed, then the Corps was called in to be the nation's engineer, as I was just describing on the Columbia River. So therefore, over the years, we developed the Willamette. I mentioned we have 13 projects in the Willamette Valley. Well, in the 40s, there were floods in the Willamette, and so therefore our nation asked us to 
um, help reduce the amount of floods for the citizens in the Willamette Valley. One of the beautiful things, I think, so, so therefore our missions developed just as the nation did. And I think that's the same for the core. And I think that's an exciting parallel that, our, that the core has to our nation. Uh, one of the beautiful things about the, both the good and bad about us in the civil works mission, I believe, is that, is that we reflect the decision making of our nation as we've developed. So, for instance, I just described the uh, the Columbia River and opening it for navigation. Also, the same with President Roosevelt and the, the Great New Deal, where we developed Bonneville Dam for hydropower production. I just talked about flooding in the Willamette. And our nation made decisions that we wanted to protect flooding, for instance. And therefore, we reflect that. Um, again, both the goods and the bads. Uh, we also have as the nation developed, for instance, the, the history and the, and the great rich culture that our Native American populations bring to the table. We were, you know, we're a part of that. And so today, working with our, our Native American partners, we have got to help and, and respect and live up to our obligations for our treaty responsibilities. And so we are, when you look at our nation's waters, you know, you can hold water back so it doesn't flood. You can put water through a generator to produce hydropower. You could put it over spillway to allow fish to swim to the ocean. But you can't do them all at one time. And one of the neat things about it, I believe, as far as our civil works, is that we are at the honored position of kind of being in the middle. And therefore, as our ma nation makes decisions, and as our nation made decisions, it reflects what the district is. And that's kind of where we are today. And that's why celebrating 150 years of growing with our nation is such a cool thing for us. Yeah, most definitely. Is the district doing anything special to mark this special occasion? We've had lots of things. First of all, our PAO shop is wonderful. I would tell people to go to our website and also to, uh, to more importantly, sign up for our Facebook page. I've got the family relatives that have signed up for our Facebook page, and they just call giggling about some of the stuff that our folks put on there. We have a fantastic PAO shop. And what we've tried to do is through the time is taking, because of COVID, of course, we couldn't have large celebrations. And what we've tried to do is produce snippets as we go that celebrate different aspects of the history as we go along. And that has been shared through our PAO shop, um, shared within the district. And so it's been, it's been a whole lot of little things to help celebrate what we celebrate the history and the anniversary of the district. But 150 years is quite the accomplishment. And I know that the district has been working hard all along. And so I think um, it's important to highlight some of those successful programs that the district has had throughout the years. So if you can take a few minutes and just kind of highlight some of those key programs. Sure. I mean, I've already mentioned about the Columbia River. I mean, uh, the Columbia River, as well as the coastal ports, have evolved over the years. I mean, for instance, in 2010, we finished deepening the Columbia River by three feet from Portland to the uh, to the mouth, uh, from 40 to 43 feet. And so, so one of the cool accomplishments is, and, and in every year we've maintained that channel. Like I mentioned, the 30 billion dollar highway. I 
And then that, that navigation system that was developed that went up when Bonneville Dam was built, a navlock was put in. Then later on, you know, the Dalles and John Day were built with navlocks. And we've opened up the river by, by putting in a dam. You allowed for not only hydropower production, recreation, other benefits, it also allowed for navigation. And that opened up that highway that I was speaking of that goes all the way up into, into Idaho. And so I think that's a that's a wonderful historical contribution. Now there were negative sides to that, as in fish passes. The Pacific Northwest is really well known for salmon, and and the importance of salmon to the Native American tribes and also to the Pacific Northwest. Well, we have worked for years as far as how do you provide for efficient fish passage of these dams, both downstream for juveniles and then uh, returning adults. And, and the percentages are in the high 90s as far as how fish can make it past the dams going one way or the other. Now, I know there's still debate within our nation about whether that's good enough and the issues with salmon, et cetera. But again, we reflect that debate. But I'm very proud of the work that we have done as far as providing for fish passage after we provided for the hydropower and the navigation. And the, so the, I think that the fish passage work that we've done is extraordinary. And we have some smart biologists and engineers that have figured out how, you know, little fish, how we can get them past the dams and how we can collect the adults and how they can safely make it pass. It's fascinating. I think that up and down the Oregon coast, again, a beautiful place. Those harbors, those communities uh, rely on us. They rely on the history. And so the projects that we've done as far as building out the jetties, as far as building the navigation structures, have created a communities and an, an economic infrastructure that, that is fantastic for Oregon. I think that, uh, that we've also, uh, when you look at uh, the flood risk that uh, we have, especially in the Willamette Valley, I already mentioned a little bit, um, the billions of dollars that have been saved over the years because of the flood risk and the development of our communities, of reducing that flood risk is, has been, uh, been phenomenal. And, and what I'm really proud of, you know, as I look over the history of, of what our district has done is not only in the what we have done, I'm very proud of how we do our business, especially today. One of the things that we try very hard is being transparent, not being a big federal bureaucracy, but instead being an agency that has a tough mission as we are in that middle honored role and how we deal with our stakeholders and how we deal with the people of the Pacific Northwest is something that, that I'm very proud of. So those are just some of the things as we look at the traditional civil works uh, missions that we've had. And and of course, I failed to mention hydropower. We have a great relationship with Bonneville Power Administration, who actually sells. And we produce uh, enough electricity in Portland. We're one of the largest producers in the core, and we produce enough to light up uh, the city of Seattle for a year, for instance, as we make use of the water that flows in the Columbia River and the Willamette Valleys. So those are some of the programmatic things as I look over the history of the district that I'm very proud of. Wow. That very cool, and I love seeing like how it has evolved over the 150 years too. And with that, we did hear that you are retiring soon. Mm -hmm. So during your tenure with the Corps, how have you seen the district evolve 
Yep, I, I am I am retiring, and this is my last chance. Hey, you know, one of the things, again, as far as how the district has evolved, I've been very fortunate. Uh, back in the late 80s, eight, 1987 and 1990, I was assigned to the Portland District as an Army captain. Uh, I also came back to the district as a lieutenant colonel. I was the deputy commander in the late 90s, like the 97, 99 time frame. And then I was able to come back in 2007 as the DPM. And during that time, I've seen the Portland district evolve just like I've seen the Corps of Engineers evolve. And it's a wonderful parallel. And it's a time I know you guys work in the revolutionized civil works. Well, to me, at the base, business processes of the Corps of Engineers have developed over my time. I remember as an Army captain, uh, I am the third DPM in Portland district's history. As an Army captain in 1988, I remember when the first DPM was introduced to the district because it was a new position. And at that time, the reason it was introduced was we were a stovepipe organization. Planning would do a plan, they'd throw it over the wall to engineering, who would engineer it, throw it over to construction, throw it over to. And the project would suffer. And so project management was designed to oversee a project from beginning to end. And I've seen that evolution, not only in the core, but I've seen it in Portland District. And today, where we are as far as project execution, according to project delivery business process, it just makes so much sense to me. And I get jazzed about how things can get done if you have people playing their roles and if you have a project manager with the right team making things happen. That's one big evolution that I have seen when that first DPM in 1988 compared to where we are now as working um, project delivery business process. It's phenomenal to me how much great progress we have. The second evolution that I have seen uh, came in the early 2000s, which is at the time it was called uh, USACE 2012, General Flowers, and uh, uh, created this vision for 2012, but it created this regional business concept. I remember districts when we were all 40-some, 45-ish autonomous districts, had our own rates, had our own processes, had our own. And for the outside world, if they went to Portland District, going to Seattle District, it was like two different worlds. And, and districts did things totally different. Well, the whole idea behind the regional business concept is how do we act as one region, as one Corps of Engineers? How do we – that was the whole idea behind 2012. Is, is how do we serve as one core of engineers with standard processes, standard rates, and how do we share? Re we all don't have to have every specialty that the core has. Every district doesn't have to have that specialty. But instead, you know, if, if there's only enough workload for a widget engineer that you only need one, well, let's share the one between districts. And how do you do that? And that concept of regional business center I've seen evolve. The district is a part of that. We don't own everything. We go to other districts for support um, for specialty, and we provide support to other districts. And that continued evolution is good for the Corps of Engineers. It's a better way of doing business. It supports the whole Corps executing our projects.
not one district trying to go it alone. And so between project delivery business process and the regional business center concepts, I believe the core is much better today at executing our projects. And I've seen the Portland district evolve along with the rest of the core. And I just hope we don't lose that. I just hope we don't lose this concept and fall back into we're all our own individual districts because it's so important that we work together. So, sorry, I'm not good at short answers, but uh, that's kind of my explanation to as far as how I've seen the district evolve since 1988 and when I was first assigned here in 1987-88 timeframe. Well, congratulations on your retirement and thank you for serving our nation. As we know as federal employees ourselves, it's very rewarding to be a civil servant um, and helping our partners solve the nation's toughest challenges. and so. I'm curious as to what has been the most rewarding part of your career. Yep, I'll tell you what, being, first of all, being the DPM for 14 years is the honor of a lifetime. I mean, it really is a, a neat, I get to see on a daily basis, just because of the position, uh, you get to see the neat things that the district's doing. And you get to see the wonderful professionals that we have, the expertise that comes to the table, the public service. I love the public service aspect of our district and our people, and I get to, to see that. So as far as the biggest and most important thing uh, from my career, being a part of that is humbling, and it's been an honor to, to be the DPM for, for these 14 years. I would say, I mean, there are accomplishments that we've done. I mean, there's cool accomplishments. In uh, 2010, we shut down the Columbia, us and Walla Walla District jointly, uh, we shut down the Columbia River for three months, navigation-wise, because we wanted to reinvest in replacing some navigation gates. These are 100-foot tall gates. Uh, if you ever can make it out to Portland, they're really amazing structures, our navigation locks. But we were able to replace those. We replaced them on time, within budget, and reopened the system. We had planned it for several years beforehand. I mean, so there's a lot of individual accomplishments. We're right now rehabilitating 100-year-old jetties at the mouth of the Columbia River. It's just a cool, cool project of reinvesting in the nation. Um, we've done great works with our tribes. Uh, Portland District, we created uh, 32, I think is the number, treaty fishing access sites to allow Native American tribes to be able to go to the river and, and to be able to fish like they had done from time immortal. So when I look at the, some of the things that we have done, it, the things are cool. But what's more important to me is the honor of representing 1,400 employees of Portland District and how we serve the nation as public servants. So that's probably the biggest thing that as I look back on it, I'm just extremely proud and honored to have had that opportunity. Yep, and, and I can tell uh, just by talking with you, just this brief moment that you definitely uh, have passion and drive and it, it was probably an honor to work with you as well. <laughs> Um, in the Portland District, so I, I am sure that you'll be missed. Earlier we talked about a couple of the key projects uh, from the history of the Portland District, and now I kind of want us to go forward and think about the future, and what projects do you, do you feel like the Portland District will be involved with in the future? 
Sure. Uh, there is our uh, our standard, uh, you know, the, the the annual maintenance and operations of our facility, of our you know navigation channels, of our dams, etc. So that that's that is probably the the first. Some of the evolving challenges that we have. I mean, I've talked fish passage in the Willamette Valley. Fish passage is much more challenging than on the Columbia, uh, because in the Willamette Valley we have those 13 projects, and they're 450 foot tall. Um, and you're trying to get fish to juvenile fish, collect them and get fish um, movement in the in the Willamette is is a challenge that the district's going to be dealing with for years and years and years because the population of salmon need it. That's a, that's a, a future workload. Um, I mentioned up front our IIS program. Uh, depending on what the Veterans Administration decides, as we look to seismically upgrade the Portland VA Medical Center um, here in downtown Portland, as we look to upgrade that, depending on how much that they want us to do. Right now, we have about a $400 million project. It could go up to $1.5 billion sort of project as far as tearing down building, a new building. So depending on what the VA wants us to do. So that could be a huge, huge project uh, for the future. And then, uh, and then, just the we have an aging infrastructure when I look across I know that I'm an aging infrastructure and I know that uh, that our projects are <laughs> and so I mean I can retire to take care of this part of the aging infrastructure but we do have dams that have been there for decades and and equipment that needs to be reinvested in to ensure that it provides reliably the the benefits to society that we've come to expect so those would be a couple of things that I look to the future, things that Portland District's going to be interested in and continuing to work on. Well, Kevin, you have shared some amazing things about Portland District and your mission, but if there's only one good thing that you could tell our listeners about Portland District, what would it be? I would say that Portland District is a public service-oriented, get-it-done district. Um, and we get it done for the nation. We we do our best to play that honored middle role, balancing the different needs that we have, trying to meet the myriad of responsibilities that we have. And and we always try to do what's right. So we're a, truly our public service uh, district, and I'm very proud that we try to do things right for the nation. And that's probably the thing I would I would say that uh, about Portland District. Awesome. Uh, and we're nearing the end of our time together. But before we go, we want to know what's next for you. <laughs> That's a, a great question, well presented. And I'm going to take, uh, I don't know the immediate plans. I'm taking the advice of that first DPM I mentioned, the dear friend of mine, Davis. Uh, uh, he said that when he retired, he spent uh, three months of doing nothing to reset and to see where you want to be before you volunteer to do things. Uh, as mentioned, I've got those five beautiful grandchildren uh, behind us. So I'm going to play OPA here for a couple of months, and then we will see what the good Lord has planned for me. So that's that's what my plans are right now, and we'll see what God has planned for my life. But uh, thank you for asking. And thank you, Kevin, for joining us today for this edition of Inside the Castle. We appreciate you and your insights. To our listeners, we want to hear from you, you. what topics are important to you and people you are interested in hearing from. Until next time, be safe, be innovative, and be revolutionary. 
To provide your feedback, email us at cw.infrastructure.team at usace.army.mil. Stay tuned for additional Inside the Castle podcasts as we explore life inside the Corps and revolutionize civil works together. Thank you.